feminine qualities men love. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And today I have a very special, juicy expert here who is Anna Rova. And she's going to tell us like she is like the queen de la queen when it comes to feminine qualities. And in this video, you will discover what to do and what maybe not to do that helps you to attract or repel the man of your dreams. So, so excited to have you here, Anna. Thanks so much for having me, Antia. I don't like you've kind of put me on this pedestal of femininity, but let, let's see. <laughs> let's see what I can give your audience. I'll, I'll try my best. The queen bee is in the house, <laughs> ladies. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> So tell us a little bit, particular for the women who don't know you, who live behind the moon, um, why are you who you are? Like, why are you so passionate about, you know, feminine uh, and masculine dynamics, right? And how to really be embodied in your feminine? Yeah, great question, Antia. So I'm Anna Rova. I'm a feminine embodiment coach, and I have this amazing program called Claimed, and I work with successful single women to help them attract a committed masculine man. Why I'm passionate about this um, <clears throat> is because this whole thing started for me when I, well, first of all, I broke up with a man that I've um, almost been engaged with. We've been together for five years, and I felt like something wasn't right. And I didn't know what it was. And when I met somebody else that had those qualities that were really attractive to me, I just went for it and I broke up with this man that I was with. And so looking back at it, knowing what I know now, and this is the whole, this is why I went on this whole journey of um, exploring dating and men in particular, I realized that the guy that I was with for five years that I was about to marry was what I call a feminine man, or he was in his feminine at the time. And the guy that I really started to be attracted to or what caused this whole thing to blow up um, was a, a man in his masculine. And I didn't know that at the time. But now, after many, many years working with hundreds and hundreds of women and attracting my husband who's in my masculine, I realized, like I know now, that that was a problem of polarity. And that's what feminine masculine polarity in the relationship dynamic. And that's why a lot of women are attracted to the message that I teach. And they really resonate with the fact that, and that's the the trend that I started to see. And I was really curious about why is that, that the more successful women become, the more problems they start to see in their dynamics with men or the, the weaker the men, so to say, right? So women started, I, I realized that this is the biggest question that women ask themselves. The successful single women are like, where where are all the good men? Where are the guys who have their shit together, who uh, pursue and court, make decisions? Where are the men that I, as a woman, can feel safe with, that I can trust and surrender to his masculine? And so that whole journey, and I was that woman, you know, in that relationship, I was making all the money or more money than him. I was making all the decision. I mean, heck, you know, when we finished college, he went, oh, I got a job in Malaysia. He followed all the way to Malaysia, didn't have a job for the first few months. I found him a job. I made all the decisions. I paid the rent. Like, you know, I did all of it. And at the time I thought that, you know, he, he he's a really nice guy and he still is. I, you know, I loved him to death, but something was missing. I After five years, I stopped being attracted to him. 
I stopped respecting him. And one of the biggest kind of symptoms that you know that you are with a feminine man is that when he found out that, you know, I want to break up, I'm interested in somebody else, whatever, there was this dynamic where he actually had a conversation with me and asked me to stay and to figure things out, which is when you know, like a masculine man who's standing strong in his masculinity would actually just leave, you know. Uh, but anyways, we can get we can get into it a bit later. But so this was my whole journey. And as soon as I broke up, and obviously with this guy that I wasn't his masculine, things didn't work out, obviously for many reasons, because deep down inside, I didn't feel good enough. Like I had so much work to do on myself. So this goes so much deeper than the masculine feminine polarity. The masculine feminine polarity is almost like I think of it as a doorway into relationship dynamics that explains attraction, explains, you know, why as a woman deep down inside, and this is something that successful women actually are so, um, it's so hard for them to even admit that they want to, like, if I were to ask you, Auntie, I ask this question all the time, how do you want to feel in your relationship? I know you're married now, you have a beautiful baby. So, but in general, if you, I were to ask you, what would you say? How do you want to feel in your marriage or in your relationship? Right? Like, you know, like cherished, desired, right? Like wanted, but also safe to be seen. All those things, right? Having that juicy polarity, being like sexually attracted to my man, right? Like being connected on all levels, right? Like being able to just yeah. kick it on the couch, but also being able to, you know, face the unknown. You know what I mean? And like, I call it the ring of fire, you know, and not be like, oh, that's too too hot for me. I'm like, let's just avoid that, right? But like, hey, let's do it, yeah. you know, let's let's uh, yeah. tackle that challenge together. So one of the most common responses to the question, so how do you know? So most, both of us, you know, men and women, we have masculine and feminine energies. This is not, it's not something new or what I came up with, right? Most women are, feminine essence women, feminine essence beings, and most men are masculine essence beings. And how do you know, like a lot of women ask me this question, how do you know how I knew that I, you're a feminine essence woman, Anya, me too, Auntie, me too. Um, how do you know is if your answer to the question is how do you want to feel in a relationship, more, the most common answer actually is I want to feel safe. Mm. I want to feel taken care of. And a, like, a lot of these successful women with a lot of masculine energy being in their head when they get with us on a discovery call, they like take a moment to even like gather together and they have to actually think about a relationship and notice how they feel in their body. And then they say, I want to feel safe. I want to feel taken care of. And this is where her whole armor just drops down. She's like, oh shit, I actually want that. I want to surrender. I want a man to take care of me. So this whole feminine masculine polarity is a doorway, but of course, I realized after doing this work um, and now working with my clients is that there's so many layers to this, right? Most women like me, you know, I wanted, first of all, I didn't even think that that masculine committed man e exists for me. It was a fantasy that I thought that other women have and I will never have because I grew up, you know, my mother passed away when I was really young. I was eight. I grew up with an emotionally unavailable father who then married after talking to you on my podcast and after thinking a lot about narcissism, I think she was a narcissist, my stepmother, you know, I was emotionally abused, I was physically abused, all of that good stuff that comes with coming from an Eastern European family. Um, and I just thought that the world of men was divided into two, 
the feminine guy or the asshole guy, the guy who was in his feminine, the nice guy, or the guy who wasn't his masculine because I was attracted to, but most of the time he was an asshole. And when I did my deep down work, and that's what I work with clients now, is I realized that I just didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel worthy of attracting such a man and being in a relationship with such a man because I didn't see that around because I didn't have the right belief system about men. You know, most of my clients, when they entered my program, they think they have this deeply rooted belief that I can't trust men, you know, or relationships will never last, that they're difficult, um, that they're painful, that women and femininity is weak. So there's so many things here. And I and I just lo- I love polarity. I don't know why. Maybe there's a gene in me or something, but I realized that my whole life is all about relationships, 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 you know. And um, so here I am, you know, after doing this work, I met my husband, which was uh, 2016, so seven years ago. And we've been married for five and a half. And we have two beautiful daughters, four and one. And I'm still to this day attracted to him, the, uh, you know, the same way that I was attracted to him as I met him. Of course, it goes up and down, but our sex is getting better. And there's still attraction, and it's due to that polarity. Even though we have two children, we run a business together. Like all of the things that people think that are um, the you know that make the downfall of a marriage, or at least the attraction, um, are still present. And I truly believe that you know I walk my talk, and I actually do what I teach my clients. So that's a long story short. <laughs> I love that, and you know it's so true, right? Like so many women have this this distorted approach to the power of the man, right? And I had that too when I was dating. I only saw men who were like masculine as sort of abusive or like aggressive or like the kind of the jerk, right? Or like potentially even dangerous, you know? I mean, my dad, he liked to, he was raging, you know what I mean? He just like screamed until he had no more voice. Um, And so like, that's like something um, important to like potentially also talk about today, right? It's like how to really trust the embodied masculine, right? Like versus like being afraid of it or feeling threatened by it, right? Or feeling like you have to emasculate the man to feel safe yourself. You know, how can you feel safe? And what would be that feminine quality, right? That you can activate inside of yourself to feel safe with that with that masculine man because that masculine man, that same power that could, you know, that could attack you, but can also attack a bear that comes into the house and wants to, you know, attack you, right? Like he's going to be like, you know, I remember, uh, you know, quick story time, but uh, it was one when we had an apartment and our apartment was facing like literally outside. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like really protect or anything. It was in the middle of the night. Somebody knocked on the door, turned out it was like neighbor's friends, right? The first thing Buddy did was take a knife, right? Because like, and I just was like, wow. Here we go, right? Like this is not a guy who's like, I'm scared. Yeah. You open the door because that would be the feminine guy, right? But like, yeah. okay, because I'm like, let's not open the door. Let's pretend we're not home, right? And he's like, no, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, who wants to come in, right? <laughs> um. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Like how how you started to heal that, right? That distorted relationship with like having also experienced a lot of abuse yourself, um, in your own childhood. And then also like how, how women can do that, right? How they can heal their relationship with the body masculine. I mean, this is such a big question, Antia, because I think there's so many different scenarios and layers here. So personally, my experience, let's say 
So with my father, right? He, how shall I explain this? I was never, so in my life, and I know that this is not the story of all women. I'm just going to talk about my story. Maybe I'll, I can give some client examples. But in my life, I was physically abused, which is called, you know, by today's standards in the Western world, this is physical abuse. So I was beaten, for example, in my sister. I was beaten with a belt, sometimes with something, well, nothing that would cause me like physical harm in, in terms of, well, sometimes I had bruises, right? And I feel like the women listening here are like, what are you talking about? Like, this is terrible. Yes, it is terrible. What I'm talking about, like, you know, I was never beaten to the point where I was bleeding or had to go to the hospital, stuff like that. And this was the norm. Like, I always grew up in that, you know, in Eastern Europe, they still do it, right? They still beat their children. They smack their children on the bottom. Uh, you know, my dad would, this was his way of punishment, right? Of, you know, I did something wrong. I, I was a rebel child always, you know, and um, I came home later or whatever. I said something, right? So the belt was coming out and I was beaten. And for me, this was just normal. For me, this was just like, you know, my sister asks me, how do you do this? She's also, we're both trying to heal from this to educate our children. And we'll constantly talk about this because String and I, we have to use our words. And for me, this is unfamiliar because I was beaten. My dad used to not talk to us for three days um, if we did something wrong, for example, right? And I, this is what I learned love was. I thought that love was this. Love was not talking for three days. And I thought, you know, well, I just get punished, right? I still loved my dad. So I never was in that, and he's now passed away. But I never <clears throat> had a fear of men or of my dad. So he wasn't a figure. I knew he loved us. And I, I guess I thought in my mind that this was how he expressed love. And it actually, oh, my God, now I remember in Russia or in Eastern Europe, there's this saying, if he beats you, he loves you. Like, honestly, there's a saying like that. Imagine, I'm, I even imagine what Western women are thinking about this. It's crazy. But that's how, I guess, the culture evolved or whatever. And so I never had, so I actually, my personal belief that I held in my body is not that I couldn't trust the masculine or that I couldn't trust men. It was my personal work was more about, which essentially all goes down to, boils down to three core limiting beliefs that we all carry, which is I'm not, I'm just not good enough. Because all my life I have been told by my dad and by everybody around that I will never succeed. I don't amount to anything. I, I'm always a rebel child. I don't listen. I don't study and all of that. Maybe we should send you to an orphanage because you're too much. You're too little. Like all of that was just soaked in me. And I grew up, of course, with that belief. I grew up with um, in a society or a culture where I never saw happy marriages. What I saw around, like all of my girlfriends, I remember when growing up, most of their parents were divorced. And sometimes the husband was like beating the wife or um, it, most of the time he was cheating. So I actually grew up with this belief system that men are just assholes. Mm -hmm. And I can't really trust men to have a good, healthy, faithful relationship because that's what I saw. And so when you talk about that learning to trust the masculine, that personally wasn't my story, but I know a lot of women or some women actually struggle with that too. How can I surrender 
to someone, to the masculine, if I actually don't trust the masculine, if I, well, in that case, you also don't trust the feminine. So like, as I said, there, there's so many layers here, but I'll give you what I'll, what I'll end with here. And then we can talk about this more is I remember when I was studying polarity and I was with my husband, I remember that, you know, cause if you really look at polarity, like the, the, the best example of polarity, feminine masculine polarity is in the bedroom. And a lot of times this is where like, it's the best example because in the bedroom, what do like, you know, most of the highly powerful, successful women deep down inside the darker secret is to just have a man take take her into the bedroom, bend her, bend her down and like make crazy love to her. We want to be taken. The feminine wants to be taken and ravished and conquered. That's what we want. But we want to feel safe in it. We want to feel like I can completely surrender and let go with this man and talk about the act of sex, right? Like opening your legs and allowing a man to penetrate you. And the same thing goes into in, in the relationship. It's a parallel, right? But you're not able to open your legs and allow yourself to be penetrated if there's all these walls and belief systems in your body that are preventing you. So, you know, when I was with my husband, I thought it was so beautiful that I'm completely surrendering to this man and he's like almost twice bigger than me and I find that extremely attractive, right? And when he enters me, when we make love, I have to be in complete surrender. And actually when I orgasm, it's that ultimate surrender moment for me where I'm not thinking about this, where I can completely let go and my whole body opens up. And, you know, in that moment, I realized that this is a strong man. Like he could totally break my neck in this moment. He could, he could break my whole body and like kill me in a second, <laughs> right? Like physically. And this is such an art for a woman to to be able to do that with a man, right? And he knows it. And this is where the attraction is. And this is where he has to be gentle with you. He has to, you know, work with your body and with your psyche and whatever. Like we as women are like such wonderlands to men. But I also found that the most important thing for me, what I realized is that it's the same thing on the other side. So as women we have this innate need to feel safe, like actually physically safe, and we we our psyche is driving us to protect ourselves in whatever way we can. But as men, what they do on the flip side, the masculine is extremely afraid or one of his best need, uh, biggest needs is to actually feel free in the relationship, but also to not have his heart broken. And so I realized that, you know, in the same way that I'm able to surrender and let go, in the same way on his side, he should be able to let me hold his heart mm -hmm. in a very vulnerable and tender way. So there is this constant dynamic, right? Because his heart is actually really fragile and he works all his life, the masculine, I mean, to protect his heart and to not be vulnerable. We see this in men. They're terrified of being emotional because they're going to feel weak, whatever, whatever. So I just saw myself, you know, in the same way he is on top of me and has this ability to break my neck. In the same way, every woman or every feminine essence woman is holding a man's heart. I actually wrote an article, Hold His Heart With Care, or something like that. We have the power, and that's what men are terrified of, being heartbroken, because they know the power of the feminine or what a woman can do <clears throat> to his heart. And so at the same time, 
I can hold his heart in my hands and just totally crush it. And that's the power that women and the feminine has over the masculine because, oh my God, and talk about sexuality, right? Like as soon as you start giving a blowjob to like sex is the domain of the feminine and the sex flirt feelings. We can, they are so unskilled in that. So they can take over with their power, with their physical power. We can completely swipe them away with our emotional power and our seduction and sex. I mean, I always say, you know, wear a short red dress and high heels and watch the patriarchy just crumble at your feet. That's the power that we have as women. And most women just simply don't know that, don't realize that, are not aware of it. And women who do, these are the women who pretty much rule the world because they rule the men who rule the world, if mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, you know, this is like a good piece, too, because that's actually something I think my my husband even told me, you know, that, you know, that men actually um, need to really know that they can trust the little boy. They called like the little boy. Right. And we were like talking about that when there were arguments. And um, I used mm-hmm. to be like a little bit more on the hot temper side. Uh, maybe I'm still but like not not like so much me too um, you know? me too so yeah and um you know and so he was just talking about like that you know making sure that we're like obviously not targets still express but like not target right because that would actually take jabs at the little boy at that heart piece right that then of course forces like the the masculine part right like the warrior the king um to protect the little boy and be like no we can't actually I'm not going to open up to you again you know because you just attack me and you're going to emasculate me or whatever the case may be. So, but having said all of that, tell us a little bit more about like your unique method that you help women to understand and to embody, right? In order to, to heal those parts and to attract an embodied masculine man into their own life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So today we talk about feminine qualities, right? And so, um, why is this important? So my unique method is called embodied feminine polarity. And this is, I truly believe based on, I mean, I don't know all everything that's out there, but I believe that that is really the unique piece in what I do is the embodiment piece. And that's why a lot of women are attracted to my work because I bring that piece into the picture. So my work is basically based on three different pillars. We already talked about two of them, which is um, the first one is that feminine masculine polarity, just understanding that and understanding how, what I see in most of my clients, these successful single women, they just bring that masculine approach of go, 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 do, 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 you know, being in your head, achievement, everything that the culture today is telling the woman to be, which look, I mean, I am a woman who has a lot of masculine energy. I'm one of the most ambitious people that my girlfriends tell me, you know, you're, do you want the most ambitious? Be like, I have all of that. All of us have all of that, right? But unfortunately, what happens is that women bring the same attitude or the same energy to dating, and it just doesn't work. Like, if you want to attract a masculine man, we're talking about the healthy version of the masculine, right? The ma- the man who has it all, he ha- has his shit together, who's successful, who courts and pursues you and makes you feel safe, cherished, adored, taken care of. You cannot lead in your masculine on a dating app or on a dating in a dating dynamic, which means that, you know, you got to lean back 
And you gotta, you gotta let the men come to you, knowing that you choose and step into your own feminine power and all of that. But it's one of the hardest things for women to do because they feel like if they surrender, if they let go, if, oh my God, I'm not leading this dynamic forward, I'm not setting up the dates, not organizing, holy shit, not splitting the bill, he's gonna leave, this is not gonna work, my life is gonna crumble. So there's a lot of things that go in there, learning to get out of your head into your body and into your feminine into your feminine. The second piece we'll already talk about is beliefs. It's reframing, it's excavating. What is at the bottom? And this is why I'm extremely passionate about. So I'm weak on the surface level stuff advice for women. Like, don't ask me what to tell him. I mean, you can ask me what to say, but I'm going to ask you, how does this feel? And let's get to the bottom of this <laughs> before I tell you what to say. In fact, I'm not going to tell you what to say because you already know what to say. The answers are in your body. That's why a lot of times this whole dating, I think we talked about this a little bit, Antia, that I don't know anyone in this dating or relationships niche or whatever, because a lot of the stuff that I see out there is based on like, here's a text guide and here's what to say and here's what to do. And women just are sitting there and trying to kind of, you know, I've been told that here are the five red flags. Is this the right flag? Is this, this, is this that? So they're trying to kind of you know, have a certain system in their head, like memorize, oh, hang on a second, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like he said something, right? She goes to the bathroom, she pulls up her Instagram into her saved <laughs> little posts of like five biggest red flags or like what to say to a man. She's like, hang on a second. Like all of that most of the time doesn't work because it's surface level. That's why I don't teach that and I have such an aversion to it. But I do understand, like I'm telling myself, right? I do understand why women are searching for it because, you know, they have problems in dating. What do I say? He ghosted me. What do I say? So she goes on searching, right? So anyways, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting into creating perhaps more content like that, that will then educate a woman that's actually not about what you say. It's about what's happening at the bottom of your patterns. And so the second piece is reframing beliefs. So it's excavating. What is at the bottom of all the patterns that you're seeing in your dating dynamics that are not working. A lot of the times it's emotional unavailability. I know you talk about this a lot, Ante. It's the men who are not ready for a relationship, who tell you that they're just here for casual or whatever. Um, it's things like just whatever the pattern is in your dating life and that's what's not working. If it's a pattern, there's always something at the bottom of this because men are our mirrors, which I know you also teach your women, right? Every single man in your life, is, a, especially if it's a pattern, is mirroring what you feel and think about yourself. And that is the work that we do, which is the second pillar of then excavating what's at the bottom of that. Most of the time is like, I'm not good enough. I can't trust men and so on and so forth. And then reframing that in a way that would help you now create a new reality of dating where if you feel good enough or if you feel deserving or worthy of a great man and you treat yourself as that feminine essence woman, you respect that, you adore it. Like if you feel safe within your body and your own femininity and you show up like that in dating with a healthy belief system, everything changes. You don't even know you don't even need to know what to say because what you say, I mean, most of our language is non, um, non-verbal, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you say. Like if you feel deep down inside, I'm not worthy of this guy, this amazing guy who's sitting in front of me, no matter what you say, it's not going to work. 
So these are the two pillars, right? Feminine masculine polarity. The second one is work on belief, your belief system. And then the third element, which is the unique, I guess, mechanism you can call it or modality that I use that is quite unique on the market is called feminine embodiment. So I'm a feminine embodiment coach. And what this means that all of the tools that women learn in terms of how to get out of your masculine into your feminine, how to surrender, let go of control, how to ref- even reframing your beliefs about who you are, all of that is done in an embodied way. And what this means is it's one thing to tell a woman or to teach her about you have to be more feminine. So if you go on YouTube and you search for how to be more feminine, right, what are you going to find? you got to wear dresses and you got to do your makeup and the hair and burn candles and go in nature, um, you know, the style, you got to sit like this and like this. And, and all of that is great. I teach that too. But that's just the icing on the cake. The most important question to ask, and this is for all of the viewers and listeners, is how does it feel? Like when you said, you know, I want to feel safe in my body. How does it feel when you surrender and let go of control, when you feel safe with a man? Like what are the actual sensations in your body? Where in the body are you feeling that? What is the, and I know you do very similar work, Ante, because I had you on my, my podcast, but we just have a different mechanism of that. So it's closing down your eyes, breathing, noticing. How does it feel in my body? How does safety feel in my body? How does it feel when I am with that masculine man who's in front of me? He's paying the bill. He's taking care of me. How does that feel? What is the texture of that? What is the color of that? So you do that work because that is the most important thing, that it's not the candles or whatever. Like, you know, you can be a woman who doesn't have great style, doesn't wear a lot of makeup, doesn't, like, you don't need to do any of that. But if in your body, your body, like a lot of women walk around with so much tension in their body, so much tension in their shoulders, there's this all this frozen tension that as women, this is one of the, the best things that happen to us as women today. This is the greatest time to be a woman, right? We have all the opportunities that we, we want and we, we can have. Uh, but one of the downsides of that, to tell women to go, 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 lean in, work, uh, achieve, all of that. All of that masculine energy creates so much tension in a woman's body and it accumulates, accumulates, accumulates. And most women don't know how to express that. Most women don't know how to release all of that tension. And that's all in the body. We all walk around completely disembodied in our heads. And so trying to figure out intimacy or how do I do this? They're just so stuck in their head and it's a loop and they can never get out of it. This is why I personally feel that that modality of feminine embodiment allows you to just sigh out and freaking relax and not have to figure it out. The job is to feel. That's why I I tell all my women in this program, and I know you teach that too, Antia, we learn how to feel. Most women are terrified of, first of all, even like finding out what do I feel and where is it? And then moving with that, right? So this is why feminine embodiment is so important. And when women do this work, and I teach like a fundamental five minutes a day practice, when women do this work, not only their dynamics with men completely change, because suddenly she's coming up on a date, not having an agenda, and just wanting to have fun and to see how does it feel? How does it feel to be with this guy? Do I feel with this guy the way I want to feel? Do I feel safe? with this guy? How do I feel? So this is where all of your red flags and like all of these red flags and things on what to do 
we want to know them because we're so disconnected from ourselves and our boundaries. Like we do boundaries work. We do this in an embodied way. Like what are you available for? What are you not available for? A lot of the stuff about boundaries teaches you that. But what I do with my women is I actually ask them, how does it feel? How does your yes feel like? How does your no feel like? Can you embody that? Can you flex that muscle? And so next time you're on a date or a man does something or somebody says something, this doesn't feel good. I'm not available for that. You learn how to communicate that. So that's why I love doing embodiment work because women are like, oh my God, I can feel. And they do their practice and then everything around them shifts and change because they don't live in their head anymore, at least when it comes to men. So that is embodied feminine polarity (laughs) and my kind of technique or or my, um, in a way, IP or or how I work with women, why it makes it different from, I guess, a lot of things out there in the market. Totally, totally. And I think also it is sort of a ticket to being liked and respected at the same time, right? Because I see a lot of women that are being liked, you know, and men are like liking them, right? But then like they ghost on them. And I think one thing that you talked about is when you are fully embodied, right? Like you're also like less likely to ghost on yourself, right? Because you actually presence your emotions in your body. So the likelihood that you're going to attract a man who goes on you goes down, like obviously, you know, uh, exponentially because like those embodied men will be more drawn to you and the men who are afraid of that, they'll make like a beeline uh, around you as they should. Right. Because they're like, I, I don't know, you know what I mean? I don't feel worthy of that one or like, you know, and I need to do some more work uh, around that one. So it's like so powerful. And I, I love that you talked about this piece of tension because I remember when I did um, my own healing, I, I had so much tension in my body. It was like a body spasm you would almost call it like it's just like twitching all over I had no control of anything well I was like in a session where well at least you know part of my tension was starting to be released and I was like oh my god like I had no idea like Mm -hmm. I thought I was like feminine and funny and like all the Mm -hmm. things you know what I mean but I'm like um eastern Germany here you know what I mean so um relating to that too this whole like almost like the soldier-like, this this iron-like, you know, this kind of like metal-like sort of energy. And what I hear you really say also that the embodiment piece really helps sort of like melt that metal, right? And like- Yeah, the armor, right? Women walk around with armor Mm -hmm. because they feel like if they- if they allow themselves to feel, then then they're going to just break down. They're, They're terrified of what's happening in their bodies and if they're terrified of being in the body what kind of a message does it send or what does it mean about her knowing herself deeply and being aligned with who she is so that's why a fully embodied woman is such a magnet to amazing masculine men because you attract who you are and who you are if you're aligned with who you are we talked about this with you auntie right like that alignment is what attracts. And yeah, sometimes you're going to attract men who ghost or men who like are not in your, whatever. But you're going to look at that and say, no, thank you. This You're going to get into the space where that doesn't even bother you. I'll, I'll tell you a story about my client. So she's been doing this work. And actually, when you were talking about tension and stuff, like a lot of the way, one of my clients said, I signed up for this dating program and then I just cried 
two weeks straight, right? Because the moment I, I find it so amazing that the, the moment a woman starts to do her practice of embodiment, it just like the, the flood just opens. Like it's crazy when she just takes five minutes a day to herself, um, does the practice in, in the safety of her own space and just lets herself feel, you'd be surprised how much comes out because guess what? You go through the day, a lot of stresses are happening or whatever. You just, you can't feel. You can't feel at the workplace. You are actually, first and foremost, you were never taught how to feel when you were a child, a toddler, because most of the parents, I mean, even today, I have to work on this really hard based on what I told you, how I was brought up. I have to work really hard to not make my daughter feel bad because she's feeling anger, frustration or whatever. I have to work on allowing herself to feel because feelings are okay, right? Any feelings are okay. And so it's almost like a rediscovery or realignment or coming home to yourself as a woman. And the feelings are the domain of the feminine. Of course, men benefit tremendously from that. But if we're constantly all our life going like a train, never stopping, to feel and to get in alignment with who we are. Of course, we're going to attract all these men, as you say. You ghost yourself, you, you attract men who ghost. And so, yeah, it just has such a tremendous benefit to women who allow themselves to just slow down and freaking pause, get out of their head finally, and just feel and move and breathe. And if they allow themselves to do that, then what's on the other side of it is a lot of lightness and a lot of joy and a lot of calmness and just peace. <laughs> and yeah. from that place, imagine how then, of course, with learning like polarity and this and this and that, imagine how your dating life just becomes easy and fun. This is what dating's supposed to be like. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching this to women because I see this struggle and I'm like, oh my God, the dating period of your life is actually so short until if you compare it to, let's say, getting into a relationship and in a marriage. Like I, can't, I, I look at all these single women now in my program who are having fun. I'm like, you know, I wish I was a single woman, like knowing what I know now, right? <laughs> uh, but I am married. I mean, I'm happily married and I would actually rather be married than, I mean, living the single life, I'd probably be okay with doing that for like a couple, a few weeks to just have fun. But then, you know, there's so much freedom and power in being in a marriage or relationship. So, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, one thing that's, that I heard in between the lines, the music between the notes, right, is actually like that an embodied woman, right, doesn't need a lot of words. You know, there's like this absolute sense of safety in the pause, right? So when they're on a date and, you know what I mean, they say something and a man doesn't respond right away, they don't have to need to talk faster and explain things more and justify or laugh when they get nervous because they don't want to be with the pause. Right. But instead just mm -hmm. that's, is that right? Like, that's what I hear, hear you say as well. It's like sort of this, this incredible comfort. Yeah. It's and it's what we, it's what we talked about, Auntie. I think you gave this example where a lot of women who are misaligned with who they are, with their emotions, they go on a date and the guy says something funny and you like don't react or you, you're not laughing or he says something sad and you're not sad and you're trying to brush it or whatever. Like for me as a feminine embodiment coach, that happens because you're not familiar with your own emotions and sensations. You haven't dropped in. You haven't, you know, because how we connect with other people is 
with through connection with ourselves. Like there's no way that you can have a deep, intimate, connected relationship, which was most women want, before you have that connection with yourself. So I always tell when women enter my program, I tell them this is not about men. This is about you. <laughs> so I I teach them stuff about men and the funnel and whatever, whatever, only like towards the end of our work together in, in my program. Because this is not about men. This is all about you. And women who know themselves really well, who are allowing themselves to feel, who are very comfortable in this surrendered, not knowing state, this is the feminine quality that men find so attractive. I mean, men run away from women who are like in their head, trying to control where is this going? Are you my next husband? Have you healed your childhood trauma? Is this the next white flag? She's constantly in her head, right? Trying to calculate. And when she drops that agenda, it's easy. You know, a man wants to feel free with you. A man wants to feel like you don't care. Like, you know, he wants to conquer the feminine. The feminine is so mysterious and elusive. And she, he's like, what is it about this woman that just so attractive? And it's like a magnetism, right? And the magnetizing woman, I know you like magnetize your man. I actually use magnetism a lot in my in my work because through embodiment, you magnetize what you want, right? But first, your job is to feel. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? How does being with this man feel in the body? And when you flex that muscle more and more in an embodied way, you're able to, number one, recognize it faster. But number two, just allow opportunities to come your way, no matter what form and shape um, they arrive. You know, my story with my husband, he was nothing like I had imagined. You know, a lot of women have this checklist in their head. I also had, you know, I thought that my man is going to be, I, I watched too many like movies and I <laughs> scrolled through too many Pinterest boards with like yeah. Chris Hemsworth and Hugh Jackman and stuff like that. And I had this idea in my mind of my man to be this like lumberjack. He was wearing like this shirt. He's like super muscly. And then he was like building a cabin, living in the woods. He was doing a lot of yoga. Like, I don't know. Oh, he had a beard as well. You know, that trend of like bearded kind of lumberjack that's what I was into I was like yes this is my man. if you look at my husband I don't know if you saw a picture of us but like he's bold he's tall and bold he has a bit of muscle but he's not like a big guy he's really tall but not a big guy when I met him he's like wearing flip-flops when I told him about yoga he just looked at me like I'm crazy you know I thought he was like super spiritual this is one of the things that I see women do all the time I want a man who's like spiritual and into yoga and stuff like that and I'm like most of the guys who are like uber spiritual into yoga are actually men in their feminine. You do yeah. not want a man. You yeah. do not want a man who's like into crystals and shit. Like, no, I mean, you know, I respect those men. Obviously, it's amazing. But like, that's not protect the provider energy, girl. He's going to like sit there and meditate for six hours a day <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of like thinking of how do I take care of my family? How do I protect, provide? How do I hold my, you know, all of that. Uh, so. There's so many misconceptions, but because I was open and because I was doing everything I teach my women, and actually I started, I discovered embodiment after I met my husband. But then I realized that what I was doing is embodiment because I was out of my head. I was having fun. I didn't care. You know, our first sex with my husband was absolutely terrible. I was like, 
I thought men know what they do at 40 in bed with women. Apparently not. And I thought, like, who is this guy? I'm never going to see him again. Goodbye. And then through a series of events, I actually saw different sides of him that were really attractive and told me a lot about him. And, you know, he proposed like nine months after we met and rest is history. So, yeah, that is the feminine quality. Learning how to surrender, but not only like you can't. One of the things that I discovered that a lot of women today are learning how to be feminine and going about it in a very masculine way, right? They're like in their head, what is the strategy? What is the dress? What is the makeup? She's thinking about how to be feminine instead of feeling into that amazing space of your heart space, of your hips, like all women are, you, you all know how, we all know how to do this. We have been designed and programmed to feel. We've just completely numbed ourselves out to be able to cope and to be able to survive in this masculine world, if you really think about this. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. And, you know, and also the other piece that came to me when you were talking about embodiment, that, you know, if you think about like evolutionary speaking, it wasn't always safe for a woman to take up, let's say, all the space, because when you are embodied, like you take up a lot of energetic space. I mean, people can feel you from across the room, right? Like a man mm-hmm. walks into a room, there's a hundred women there, but mm-hmm. the woman embodies on the opposite side of the room, but that's the only one he sees because she's taking up space, right? She demands, she commands respect. You know, she is visible on all levels. And so that's also something that I see that keeps women from being embodied is this fear of like, this command, right? It's like being seen, being visible, taking up space and overcoming. Well, actually, yeah, around that, like, for example, when you say command and demand, for me personally, and this is my kind of interpretation of that, for me, this is almost like a masculine quality when you demand and command. I know what you mean, like the intention behind this is to hold space and hold the room or whatever, but I don't know if the demand and command is really, to me, that is a masculine space. That means like I demand and I command. I, I would more, I would use the words as um, like el- eluding or radiating feminine energy, feminine essence. So it's a woman who sits in the boardroom or on a dating, um, a situ- in a dating situation who doesn't need to prove anything to anyone who knows who she's deep down inside. And yes, she takes up space, but the way she takes up space is very effortless. It's like, I'll share with you a quote that one of um, guests on my podcast says, when an embodied woman walks into the room, everyone forgets who they are. When an embodied man walks into the room, everybody remembers who they are. So it's that, the feminine quality, and that's why men love this feminine quality in women. That's why it's so mysterious, because they totally like, when you're in the presence of such a being, um, you just forget about your troubles, about your problems, about how to make cash. Like, men are just in this, you know, it's, it's like pulling you in, and next thing you know, you don't even know where you're at, what time. 
it's that is the feminine quality. So I'm not sure if it's demanding or command. I think we we speak the same. We it's like we're on the same page. I mean, I know what you mean. I mean, like invigorating, inviting. You know, so it's just yes, like um, yes. So it's not like I am. You know, like the masculine energy is all about. I'm standing strong here, and I'm also taking up space. But I'm like commanding and demanding. It's almost like you're straight and you hold, it's like a mountain, right? In nature, the masculine kind of element or an image is mm-hmm. the mountain, the unmovable energy that will just stand no matter what. Uh, the feminine is the ocean. It is vast. It is ginormous and it flows. It's that flow of being everywhere at the same time, you know, and it's like, oh, here's a path. I'm going to go there and there and you know, it's like everywhere <laughs> and it's powerful, obviously. Both are really powerful, but it's the way there's no this like penetration going forward and really being focused. It's rather everywhere and vast and chaotic and like the storm and all of that. Mm-hmm. And the storm, you know, like a woman who sets her boundaries and she can be you know, she can be a storm. That's totally fine. It's just the the anger in her, the, you know, like um, all of these qualities that are really fiery, that's totally okay. Uh, it's just a different representation of, of, of that and how you handle that. Can you be with that? Can you express that? Can you breathe into that? So all, all of that. A hundred percent. Well, I could talk to you for hours, Anna, I'm sure. The listeners and the viewers, they're hanging on every word you're saying. So for the women who are like very interested in learning more about you, you know, I I know you have a podcast and like where else can they find you? Yeah. So my podcast is claimed. um, And for if you are a single successful woman and you're really attracting either those emotionally unavailable men or feminine men, and you're really struggling, you have a pattern, I have this amazing training, which is um, called How to Attract Committed Masculine Men. It's a four-step framework and obviously includes all of the pillars that we talked about here, and that's at claimed.com slash training. I'm also on Instagram where I'm sharing um, sometimes not controversial, but like in-your-face quotes about all of this stuff. So you can find me there at Anna Rova, and the link is in my bio to sign up for the training. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And the link will be in the description um, as well and in the show notes. So thank you so much for being here today, Anna. Like it was so fun. And I know that the viewers enjoyed a lot. And I'm already looking forward to reading all the comments. Great. Thanks so much for having me, Antje. Lots of love.